There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hello, and welcome to Two Girls, One Shop. We are the two girls, Charlie and Nina, and the one shop is Sex Shop. Good morning. Welcome to episode Hi. six, season finale, Two Girls, One Shop podcast. How's everyone? I'm all right. You all right? Yeah, great. I actually, yeah. um, I actually bumped into Chloe at the weekend. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, for those that missed that episode, can we have a quick a quick recap? Yeah. If, imagine this is like a kind of Netflix procedural drama. We just need a flashback kind of catch-up <laughs> yeah. to Chloe. Last week. <laughs> <laughs> Previously <laughs> on Two Girls. <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> it was. I thought you had a button then. <laughs> I thought that was a pre-recorded little, like, voiceover. <laughs> that was well good. Um, so, previously on Two Girls, we did an episode called Chloe's Songs, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and I bumped into Chloe. Obviously, I don't know if everyone knows this yet. I think we've kind of said or hinted around it, but the shop's shut now. The shop's gone because of COVID. Um, so I'm walking down the high street. That was my first mistake. 9 a.m., obviously, Chloe's lurking around. <laughs> Pissed out of bed. And he just comes straight up to me. I'm like, oh, fuck's sake. And he's like, oh, the shop's gone now. And I was like, yeah. And he's having a little bit of a chat about that. And he's like, oh, what are you doing now? And I made the mistake of telling him what I was actually doing now, which is body massage. So <laughs> he then. Was you on crack during this conversation? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I just, I just told him. It was 9 a.m. She was out of her head as well. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, I know. I just forget. I just forget that, that not everyone is human being. Of all the things he would have loved to have heard, you delivered a hundred and ten percent. I know. Yeah. And as soon as I said it, I was just like, "Why the fuck did I say that?" And <laughs> um, so he was like, "Oh, how much is it?" And I was like, "Oh, it's seventy-five pounds for half an hour." Because I just thought I'm going to have to. He ain't going to. No one is going to pay that. <laughs> massage and he's like oh can, can I take your number and uh like booking with you and I'm like no sorry no oh, are, like, we gonna end up, <clears throat> are we gonna end up doing two girls one massage <laughs> it's gonna happen <laughs> <laughs> oh my life 
Why would you tell him you were doing that? I don't know. I don't know. I thought the same thing. I thought the same thing. This is why I don't talk to people, Stu. This is why I keep myself to myself. You strike me as a confident confident woman. You strike me as somebody that can think on their feet. Was it just that it was quite early in the morning you just got caught out? (laughs) I can't think on my my feet. I I cannot. It just all comes out. I can't lie. That's the issue. <laughs> I can't oh, lie incredible. unless I actually think of a lie first. Okay. I can't lie like that, sadly. Wish I could. Mm. But, um, but yeah, he'll be uh, now Googling Charlie, <laughs> Charlie the massager. <laughs> you know he's got a little <laughs> jam jar with 75 quid in it. <laughs> Just sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if anyone wants to donate to him and just completely humiliate me but get a really good podcast out of it at the same time then uh, he'll be hanging around South End High Street at 9am on Saturday morning oh, I find that's one of the things that freaks me out the fact that you see these people still like these horror stories of their behaviour yet you have to endure oh hello and it's like oh no <laughs> Like the fact that that exists and continues, that's terrifying. Yeah, he's got no shame. I mean, he puked into his hand and then ate the vomit out of his hand. <laughs> and he still talks to me like everything's like coal and like... Like that never happens. Yeah. <laughs> no. You, you do remember, right, that you threw up in your own hand, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I threw up in my own hand and then ate it in front of people... I probably would never leave the house again. Yeah. I hate seeing people I know, and I haven't done that. So. I had someone throw up on me once, and um, it's quite. Uh, it's a sex thing, Steve. No, no, it's not. Um, no, it's okay. not really that exciting. Um, <clears throat> I was at the club, and needless to say, over the years, I've had to deal with quite a lot of vomit. Um, but I was standing there right at the end of the night, and this lad was just kind of sort of zigzagging down the corridor of the club to leave. And I always like to sort of be on the door at the end of the night and just say goodnight and say bye to people. And uh, <laughs> he come out and he just got to the door and I just went, see you later, mate. He went, yes, and just threw up <laughs> all over me. And I was like, oh. oh, man, that ain't cool. And like, and I just... <laughs> I just went, mate, you've just literally thrown up all over me. He was like, oh, sorry, man. Like, uh, do you want me to pay for you to get your, your coat dry cleaned? And I went, yes. And uh, and he undone his wallet, and it was stacked with notes. And all of a sudden, he sobered quite quickly, enough to kind of leaf through his wallet and pull a fiver out. <laughs> and I was just I was like thanks mate and then lent in and took a 20 and I was like see you later and he was like what I went fuck off mate you've literally just thrown up all over this <laughs> I had to throw away I was not going to be able to get it dry cleaned it was literally just covered in snake bite and god knows what else oh my god uh, yeah I was at a school party well we weren't a school party it was like you know one of those parties you go to when you're at school uh, like a house party when someone's parents are away and this kid, like no one likes him, he's like this new kid. But he was throwing a party, there was alcohol at his house over on Wednesday. And um, he was a bit of a loser. Uh, so everyone just went to sort of drink and trash the house. 
and uh, he ended up getting hold of like one of the hottest girls in the year, but threw up while snogging her in front of everyone. And did you go to school with like a cast of American Pie or something? That just sounds like <laughs> some kind of frat movie from like the nineties. That's one of the nice things that happened. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it was so disgusting, and obviously then he still wasn't like you think after all that he'd be popular, but he's then just been seen to be thrown up in like the hot girl's mouth. And so now he's like cute boy. I don't know what happens to him. If you throw up in someone's mouth at school, that's your nickname for the rest of your life, isn't it? Yeah. Well, a bit must get down there as well. You never want thrown up in your mouth. Yeah, that's not good. I love oh. the fact that, like, school nicknames kind of still present themselves. Like, I was literally having this conversation yesterday that somebody posted um, on, like, my old, like, secondary school kind of, like, Leavers Facebook group, and it was one of my friends posted it, so it kind of popped up in my notifications, and it was a picture of, like, all the teachers at my school, like, when I was there, which is obviously, like, I left school in 1989, so a long time ago. And uh, and I, and I just was trying to work out who they were, and I forgot their names. And then the first comment, someone just put Spoonhead, and I just thought, oh, amazing, Spoonhead, yeah, of course. And it was like the fact that no one remembers that teacher's actual name. <laughs> His contribution to the education system is the fact that thousands of kids still refer to this fella as Spoonhead because his head was slightly concave. <laughs> My mate Ben uh, is a teacher. He, he, like, but he lives out in the states now. But he, when he was a, a teacher in Basildon, he was aware that like he was like, I must have a nickname. But I've never heard the parents, oh, sorry, the kids like ever say like whatever his nickname was. And uh, and he's the most, one of the most incredible characters you will ever meet. I'll, I'll, we could do an episode on him. But uh, he won Blind Date in the nineties. Uh, and then got exposed that the woman that chose him was an escort, and it was like front page of all the tabloids. It was crazy. Ben became this superstar, and uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, I could go on with the things, but he's ridiculously handsome, but he's very hairy, and his name's Ben Harris. And uh, and. And he said, I was just literally just like standing out like the back of one of the classrooms. I just heard two kids go, what you got next? Oh, I've got PE. Oh, you got, oh, I've got Airy Harris. And I just thought, brilliant. I just love it. <laughs> I love a nickname. And I think like, because you can never give yourself a nickname, can you? They get presented to oh, you. People right. do try though, don't they? You know those people who like really try and make something like catch on. That's yep. my worst thing. I hate yep. that. When I was at college, there was a lad that turned up one day, and it's probably a bit before your time. But can you remember, like, like hip hop artists would have these like gold belt buckles with like their name on it or something like that? Well, this yeah. this fella just turned up at college once with one of them on with the word psycho, right? And he just went, and I was like, <laughs> "What's with that?" He went, "I swear, everyone calls me, isn't it?" I was like, "No, they call you Martin," and he's like. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, nah, 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 everyone calls me psycho these days. And I was like, shut up, Martin. No one's calling you psycho. <laughs> yeah, I think he wore that for about three days and everyone was like, dude, what's with that? He was like, it's my new name. Shut up. 
Oh, that's so tragic, Martin. <laughs> you have to be presented with a nickname. You can't. You can't put them on yourself. Don't work. Really no. don't. Right. Well, should we get the shop open and uh, and and talk about today's uh, customer? Yeah. Because this come about well. in a weird way, didn't it? Because this wasn't going to be today's episode, was it? No, today's episode is going to be flashes and wankers, and then um, <laughs> another little character we bumped into in the high street reminded me of a story or multiple stories, really, string of stories um, of someone that I don't know how he hasn't already been featured into it. It's like he was such a main character. If this was yeah. like a TV program, it'd be in every episode. Every single scene, he'd be in the background, <laughs> suddenly, literally just popping by because yeah. he's there all the time watching, waiting. Right. Can we just paint <laughs> a little picture of him first so people can get a visual? Yeah, so um, his nickname is Mario Luigi <laughs> because... I'm, I'm, I'm getting quite a strong visual already. <laughs> Stereotype. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a bit of stereotype, but I mean, come on, nicknames. Um, because he's about, I would say he's about four foot tall. He's got like a little moustache and like curly little short hair. Yeah, and he looks Italian, and he talks with an Italian accent. He's actually Albanian. Okay. So this is proper. <laughs> he's actually Albanian, and his name's actually Peter. <laughs> Yeah, nope, I knew his face. Was... <laughs> yeah. Quickly, from me off. <laughs> so, so I was calling him Mario, and then someone we worked with thought Mario's last name was Luigi. Right. So I'll get I'll get everything put together now. <laughs> so she's like calling him. Mario Luigi, because she thought that was like his full length name. And I was like, no, yeah. Mario's last name's Mario, isn't it? She got it the wrong way around. Yeah. So it's Mario Mario and Luigi Mario. But she's yeah. called Mario Mario Luigi. And I'm like, oh, that's wrong. <laughs> but anyway. I'm crazy. Like, she just goes, you know, Mario Luigi. And I'm thinking, who are you talking about? She's like, it's him. And I said, his name is Peter. <laughs> That's, his name is not Mario Luigi. I didn't know he was Albanian, though. That's crazy, isn't it? Why yeah. is he walking around like Baba the Bobby? I don't know. I don't know. Doing the little pinchy Italian expressional hands. <laughs> so, is the first story the first time he came in? Uh, no. It's like a... like. He was all right to start with, just saying hello, because um, he's actually a bin man. Yeah. So he's like the high street bin man. He sounds um, like he's not much taller than a bin. He's he not. Isn't. And he puts this giant bin around, and literally you just see like the top of his head. <laughs> but he's been around for years. He br- he predates the shop, doesn't he? He's been there since South End High Street. Oh, so he's like one of them kind of like local characters that everybody knows. Yeah, yeah, little white, yeah, like owl man. Right, got ya, got ya. Yeah, so um, so it just started off a little casual morning every morning because I used to park around the back where he used to leave his like bin truck thing. So I used to see him every morning, 
And then he'd walk past the shop and wave every time. Hello, how are you doing? Is he bad? (laughs) (laughs) I don't actually know how to do a Welsh accent. That worked bad. I do know. (laughs) (laughs) I want to fix your pipes. So um so yeah then he started bringing me little gifts right he took a shine for me I thought he was just saying hello to everyone but it's me again took a shine to me um and they started giving me things right like, this this sounds quite sweet at the moment yeah it sounds quite sweet but you know when you like that you found that in one of the bins haven't you because <laughs> it was just like completely random stuff like a can of red bull Right. And like a four pack of Kit Kat Chunkies. Oh. And a single shoe. A <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> broken umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> so it was all these treasures I'm sure he was finding in a bin um, and then giving them to me. So I was just like, thanks. <laughs> um. And then he started bringing me bottles of wine. Wait. Right. But it was wine that he'd made himself and put into like an empty bottle, which I'm sure he found a wine bottle in a bin as well. Instantly sinister. Right. Instantly. So, yeah, so I've got this like... Special brew, which obviously we were like, oh, I bet it's spunked in it, and I bet it's got rehypno in it. Yeah. <laughs> All the things that everyone listening is thinking yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah, there yeah. yeah. God, I'll give you a ten out if you literally take. If you lick the rim, I'll give you ten pounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. It started to get a bit like sinister, but obviously these. Once we've had a joke about the the uh, opened bottles of wine that he was giving me, we was just tipping them down the sink, and then throwing them back in the bin for him to then pull the bottle back out the really? bin and make me a new one. <laughs> um, and then just weirdly, just so weirdly, he came into the shop and asked me if I still had a boyfriend, and I'd just broken up with my boyfriend at the time. So I was like, "Oh no, I've just broken up." And then, like, why do you say these things? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's so hard to think quick enough, though, isn't it? When someone's like, Are you single? And you are, you're like, Yeah. And then you instantly think, I could have just said I had a fucking husband. Like, why didn't I just say I'm married with like eight kids? Yeah. It doesn't come quick enough. And then you're like, For God's sake. And then, if I was to lie, I'd be getting, Oh, why do you always assume everyone is out to get you not all men are like that <laughs> do you know what I mean so then you, you can't like you can't pr- like think that he's an act- actually a freaking predator because if you do then that's you that thinks everyone's a predator mm. so I just thought like I just I didn't actually I've known him for ages and yeah we're joking about the bottles of wine and the hypno and spunk that's been whisked into it <laughs> but like we actually do think that that's a joke until this happens. Oh dear. A couple of days later, after finding out I'm single, he comes into the shop and he's never actually been in the shop. He just 
hangs out the front um talks to you um and asked me out right which i laughed we didn't know that that's a really that's quite an important <laughs> thing to throw in the mix as well yeah so the original mario the original yeah. Mario <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> from 1976 um who was 40 at that time yeah so he so he's asked me out I laughed because like I mean I'm I'm five foot eight I'm not <laughs> massively tall I get treated like I'm a Sasquatch but this guy is like four <laughs> foot tall and again like, when he asked when he asked if you were single I just thought it's not like you're making eye contact you can look over his head into the abyss and just think <laughs> of an of a lie I don't know why <laughs> you panicked <laughs> Yeah, he's not looking you dead in the eye, and so you feel like, oh my god, you feel no, I'm lying. He's got this weird third eye on the top of his head that I have to like look into, <laughs> and it just sucks me into truth telling. Maybe I'd had a bit of his wine at the time. So yeah, if we, if we, before we get on to obviously where it's going to go really weird, uh, if it's not weird enough already, I mean, so far it sounds like he's. Some people would think. He's been all right. He's made. He's bought you gifts. He's made you wine. You know. Well, he's been all right for many, many, many years. So, like, and he's never crossed the line between yeah. just like a good morning, ladies, yeah. to brewing his own fucking alcohol mm. and giving it to someone he doesn't know. Mm. Yeah, I mean, that once you pass that threshold, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Can't you? Yeah. Again, so much of it could have just been made so much easier if you would have just gone, oh, no, no, I'm, I'm not single now. Bye. Yeah, or, I don't drink. <laughs> I don't drink. <laughs> all, the, all the basics, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just thought he was being nice. I just right. thought he was being nice, but he wasn't. He wanted something in return. Um, so after I laughed and then I was like, oh, no. No, I'm not going to go out with you. Um, when I realised he meant it, I was like, "Sorry, no, can't." Um, and he <laughs> he picked up something off the shelf and threw it on the floor and started having a go at me in what I assumed that was him, but sounded <laughs> like some sort of Mediterranean like mother scolding like chasing me in a shoe kind of type deal um yeah and just like started throwing stuff around and shouting at me and he said nice <laughs> and all of this time all of these years as well like I thought he was all right and that he was just nice to me but no he was just playing the long game wasn't he yeah he was he was yeah. and I didn't realize because if I did think that he wanted something in return for the gift then I would not have accepted them and he's actually all as he's married as well. Right. Maybe she don't like Kit Kat chunkies. <laughs> yeah, maybe she's just like sick to death of his like home brewed wine <laughs> and his pursuing of women that are forty five years younger than him. Oh god, he's in the spare room wanking in that wine again. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh god. Oh, what a strange little man. 
Yeah, you proper is. But we, yeah, I haven't seen him for ages, and then we saw him actually the other day, didn't we? When we were in town. Yeah. Bottle of wine in your hand. Yeah. <laughs> See, yeah. I mean, up until you said he, yeah, he, he just had a shit fit when you said no, like you could still think that the the home brew was an all right gift. He could have just been being nice, but. He was just playing you that. You can't make your own alcohol and give it to people. Like, not unless you're like a middle aged man that has got like a shed where you just start brewing things because you fucking ate white. Like, <laughs> you can't be making your own. I'm my home brew, my shed. I rest my case. <laughs> Punk squirrel idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Matt. And I'm Matt. <laughs> and I'm Stu. And I've just started <laughs> my own microbrewery. Yeah. Oh, How dear. <laughs> 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 Have you got a skateboard as well? But you pretend that you're young. Yeah. You have. Yeah. Great young. Cool. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't surprise me. Oh, dear. <laughs> Really have three of them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm just rad. I'll be doing homemade stuff. <laughs> I'm just rad. <laughs> oh dear. Well, um, I've pulled out a uh, um problem page uh, that I thought was quite interesting. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Well, I thought I'd throw you away. Uh, and it kind of almost goes back on to um, the, first, the first episode of this. <clears throat> Dear girls, um, I've been sending sexy messages to my mum on a social networking site. Uh, I know it's wrong, but I find it very exciting. I'm 22. My dad left us 15 years ago. Mummy's 40 and recently went on a computer and uh, and I saw that she had a, a networking site. I was curious, so I made up a name for myself and messaged her on my laptop saying I like older women and found her sexy. She replied and she's felt flattered. 
I asked her if she liked masturbation. When she said yes, uh, I knew it was wrong, but I liked it. Uh, she keeps asking for photos of me, which, uh, of course, I can't give her. She's now asked if I'd like to cam with her, but I'm hoping she will let me watch her without showing her what I'm doing. I feel quite ashamed, but I'm also quite liking it. Um, would it <laughs> would it do any harm <laughs> just to watch? <laughs> I mean, the damage is already done, isn't it? If, if, you're, if you're talking to your mum on a dating site, the damage has been done. He only wants to watch. So, oh. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, there's no older women that are looking for like, a 20-something-year-old guy to just speak with. Yeah. Mum. <laughs> I put in weird agony aunt letters into Google and that one come up first and I just thought, that's quite strange. <laughs> yeah, I just, yeah. I mean, you're not going to make the situation worse, mate, so just do it. Uh, <laughs> I think we've, we've already established <laughs> just don't listen to what Charlie says under pressure. <laughs> that is not good advice. <laughs> Well, we're in it now. We might as well just carry on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, See you, bro. Come on. Oh. Oh, dear, oh, dear. So I worked with um, a, a girl, and I'll name her, called Selena, uh, and she's like a really good pal of mine. And um, and she told a story. She actually come on stage at one of the hardcore listing live shows. I dragged her up much, to, much against her, her, her kind of wishes. And she explained a story where she went on a date and had a great day, ended up spending the night with a guy. And then fast forward about two weeks, they'd kind of sort of messaged a bit and hadn't caught up again, but went to a family do. And he was there. And he said to his mum, oh, and she said to her mum, oh, my God, like, I went on a date with him the other night. And she went, that's your cousin. And she was like, <laughs> what? And she's got a massive family. And like, and hadn't like seen him or, or knew he was, but yeah. And so, yeah. So again, talking to nicknames, uh, yeah. Cousin fucker is uh, what she's known <laughs> as with, with the hardcore listing fraternity. Oh my god! Can you imagine? Just oh. that point where you're probably both going to clap eyes on each other, and at that point, have that realization that, oh, oh, oh that's not good. <laughs> I mean, most of my cousins are in prison, so I don't have to worry about that. Oh, that's one less thing to worry about. <laughs> Which is good, because, I mean, the the less, uh, the less, you know, the less that I can not have sex with my cousins is probably for the better. It's definitely for the best. It's definitely for the best. And also, one of the other things I wanted to touch on when we were talking about um, Luigi, What's the kind of height threshold? Is there a threshold for yous? If yous are out dating, he's four foot two short. If he could, do, do they need to be able to see over the top of a dustbin? <laughs> I think six foot, <laughs> six foot is too short for me. Oh, right. Okay. And well, Nina, because she uh, likes to steal all of the tall guys off of me. <laughs> <laughs> it's not intentional. Um, uh, yeah, it is. It's not intentional. <laughs> it's not intentional, but I will take all of the men uh full stop in this statement. Um let's put that I'm on a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. Um 
I'm only quiet at tea, so you have to go like a. You're right there. Can you see this cake down? Um, yeah, so I'm five foot two, and so it's quite rare that I meet a guy that's shorter than me. Mm. Um, so I mean, I don't have to worry about it too much, but I mean, everyone prefers a taller guy, don't they? Don't you, Stu? Don't you prefer a taller guy? I speak to Stacey. Like, I think he's he's about 5'11. <laughs> he prefers a taller guy. Yeah, I'm sure he does. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear! Oh. But I wouldn't judge people. Like on on the dating sites, people are like, "Will not date anyone under five nine. Really? Like, well, that sort of stuff exists. Yeah. yeah, yeah, of course it does. Wow. There are guys that won't date someone if they're like they'll literally specific put on their profile, "Will not date fat women." Shut up! Oh my god. That's one of the nicer things that they put on their profiles. Oh, my God. This world is dark. I know. Like, what are we measuring, like, fat on? God. Because how fat is too fat for you, for starters? And what are we, like... Because yeah. some people are, like, you know, fat women are, like, size 10, and you just think, what the fuck? That's not a fat woman. And visceral wow. fat as well. Are we talking visceral fat? What's that mean? <laughs> that's the fat that you get around your organs. Yeah. So, you know, how high is your cholesterol? <laughs> I mean, that's, that's a very intense profile if that's one of your requirements. <laughs> like, yeah. Your body fat ratio. <laughs> oh my god i hate to do my body fat ratio i would literally be a pork scratching it would be shocking yeah uh, i do mine actually yeah mine's really high mine shocked me mine's in the like um it's not it's over the acceptable mark oh, really yeah yeah Bloody mental, isn't it? I'm like, so some people would cut you dead. <laughs> yeah. As soon as I know. They'd be like, but thirty percent yeah. body fat. So see you later. I'm gone. And one of your legs weighs more than the other. So I mean, yeah. if you're going to be really pedantic about things, you they'll are only <laughs> they'll only have sex the left side of me, not the right side. <laughs> <laughs> Just over the mark there for them. <laughs> I mean, to yeah. actually put that on there is so grim. And then for somebody yeah. to see that and still be interested doesn't say very yeah. much about them. That's bleak. No. Yeah, but, like, preference is absolutely fine, but you don't need to say, like, I don't have sex with fat women because if you came across a picture of a woman who you found was an unacceptable weight than what you want to sleep with, you just wouldn't, like, match with them anyway, yeah. would you? It's say only dating women who are, like, a size eight with a flat stomach. I just find that whole thing um, really, really scary. I just I can't believe, like, that people are so blunt. Yeah. I just I don't think you have to be because you can just look at someone and go I don't fancy them so I won't have sex with them and it really is that simple you don't have to go these are the reasons I'm going to say reasons. that's tried and tested that, that method there isn't it 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. I look at you, and if I don't want to sleep with you, then I won't. But I won't say, oh, by the way, Michael, you're too short. You've got no air. And can I you weigh your with... right leg for me, please? Just... Yeah, exactly. How much do you weigh? <laughs> Uh, yeah, this is the thing. Like, uh, like the people that do have all of these like requirements are just like they 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 ain't perfect themselves. Yeah, yeah, they're worth that's one the best view. thing. Yeah, that's the best thing about it. Not only are you are you repulsive to look at, you've also got an absolutely disgusting personality as well to go with it. Mm. Yeah, do but they write that on it? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm not interested in fact and I have a really disgusting personality. Some of them do. Yeah. Some of them literally write, I'm an I'm an arsehole. Yeah. And I'm like, how how are people matching with you? You literally Again. like not even trying <laughs> to sound <laughs> good. But that, that's like lulls. They're like, oh a real arsehole, are you? <laughs> or just thinking, oh I'll change you. Well, yeah, you've got the women that play into the misogyny as well, haven't you? That just lap yeah. all of that kind of shit up, and that is why it's difficult yeah. for us. Yeah. Oh my god. I, I, it sounds like some kind of terrible nineties dating TV show. <clears throat> Blind date. Like. Blind date. No, what was what was the one? Was it like Man O Man? Where, man like, O Man, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I used to love that. Where they like line up and they push them in water. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah. Dear, oh dear. And then, like, it used to give me like terrible anxiety because then they'd like hover around like two of them and be like, oh, is it going to be you? Is it going to be you? I fucking hate water. So that would literally be my worst nightmare. You're being rejected on TV and then pushing water. Yeah. Could it get worse? Probably not. (laughs) <laughs> That's the fact that water's the issue. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, yeah, the biggest punch in the face would be the water, but then secondly, you'd actually still carry around the shame of being rejected by someone who wasn't even that hot because they never were on these like mm. dating shows in like the 90s, were they? Mm. Have you seen that naked attraction? Yeah. That, I just think, like, who are the people that go on there? Because what are you doing going, um, I want to find love and I think it's best if people see my vagina before they see my face. Mm. Mm. Oh, is that the one where they lift the screen up from the feet and go up and up and then they pick the one that they like the like of? And the woman's like, what do you think of these knees? They look like the kind of knees that you would date. (laughs) Yeah, I... uh, (laughs) I actually, there's someone from South End that went on that. Oh. Yeah, because I remember seeing him thinking, I really recognise that guy, I really, really recognise him. And then I really recognise that penis. That was before I saw his face, yeah. I, really I love the fact him. that just yeah. as they got up to the waist of everyone yeah. else, it just revealed oh. Luigi's head. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh, yeah. it must be like really like confidence boosty though. Do you think? I, 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 really. Yeah. Sometimes they like absolutely slate them. Like that's a horrible looking vagina. Probably would. I'm going to get rid of her first. 
I mean, yeah, but how liberating, though, just to be like naked on TV and like, yeah, this is what I look like naked. Absolutely. But I think I get that. But I think to be standing there being judged by someone, <laughs> whether, whether yeah. you're good enough or not, I'm not feeling. My life's hard enough as it is yeah. without being judged on TV about how I look like naked. Yeah. I, I, don't know, I, 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 think I'd, I think I'd do it. I think I'd do it. Oh, I think is that, is that I just think that the the disappointment of every time that that curtain thing went up would just get bigger and bigger for whoever was looking at me. Like, oh God, <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> can you imagine? It's probably worse that today. If it gets like all the way up, they're like, yeah, oh yeah, and then they see his face and they're like, new. <laughs> <laughs> Nope, I have changed my mind. I'll take everything else but the head. <laughs> That's it, though, isn't it? And, and uh, that person must just walk off that set and just think, yeah. oh, what's wrong with my face? Like, I, I just wonder <laughs> yeah. who commissions these TV shows. Like, what makes that, like, at what point in these, like, marketing meetings, if they go, right, what we're going to do is this. Oh, yes, a great oh. idea. And we're going to have the host who is <laughs> almost going to try and make out like she's some kind of, like, expert. And it's like, no, it's just gratuitous it's like yeah <laughs> yeah i think it's a great idea for a tv so i would not go anywhere near it though yeah yeah oh absolutely yeah yeah i'll seriously link to it um they're <laughs> <laughs> all like that though aren't they like even if you're like not on their naked like even like first dates and things like that you know People are like, I walk into restaurants anyway because mm. everyone stops and looks at you. Yeah. But like, even worse, you're walking in and everyone is like on a date and they're looking at you thinking, that ain't gonna last. Mm. Yeah, so, absolutely. Like that. And, and I'll tell you what, though, I do get pulled into that show. And I, I do like when they go on these dates and it's going quite well, and you know, you get the little thing at the end where it says where it's gone. If it's oh, like they're still dating, I, I do get a little feeling of, of warmth in my belly. I do really like that. Yeah. I think that's quite sweet. But then you also yeah. get the ones that you think, oh, they're gonna they're gonna get on really, really well. And then it's like, yeah, they've never spoke to each other again. You just think oh. Yeah. I love it when they're like, you go first, and the person's like, Oh no, 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 you go. And then they go, Yeah, okay, I really like them. She's like, No, it's fucking mine. No. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> But oh. my favourite dating show is The Undateables. Oh, yeah, I was just going to oh. say that. That's the only one I watched, is, really. It's beautiful. That is proper. That's for the soul, isn't it? Yeah. 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 That That's that's yeah. like, um, that's pure love, isn't it? That's like absolutely non-judgmental love for a lot of that. And it's like, yeah. apart from, uh, what's his name? He does the thing with his muscles every time he goes on. Which is- <laughs> yeah. I actually love it. I actually love it. The way his mum, his like long suffering mother, she deserves some sort of medal. Yeah. 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 She's lovely, isn't she his mother. Yeah. He's yeah. he's got specific needs, hasn't he? He's 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 oh. uh, on his he's like it has to it has to be in like a two mile radius of his home. Yeah. He's not got agoraphobia, like, hasn't he? Oh, he? No, he's just like really fucking I don't know, he's just not willing to bend at all. Because yeah. they're like, we've got a lovely girl for you and she's 2.5 miles away. No, no. <laughs> yeah. I think she's 
look, unless you're going to date your next door neighbour, mate. Yeah. And then to just ease up just a little bit. Yeah. I do like it when you get like the, the ones that are like obsessed with like trains and things like that. And then they, they they take their date to go like train spotting and they have a really lovely time. And I just think, oh, this is this is yeah. so good for the soul of TV show. Just seeing like proper proper happiness, isn't it? It's really, really sweet. Yeah. <clears throat> and Richard's muscles. As much as I mean, it's the highlight, isn't it? <laughs> but it just, it just shows you that it's just so simple to just be a decent human being and go on a date and not be horrible to people because, like, they're managing it every fucking time. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, you know. Well. So where are we at? Have, we got, have you got anything else you want to throw in the mix today? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I've got bones to stick with you. <clears throat> you both look very sinister. <laughs> we um every time we do a live or ask any questions people ask us to ask you questions and you don't join in with our lives because i mean being seen to know us outside the realms of this podcast is obviously too much for you to deal with. so uh you don't join in with anything okay uh, but people always say in i'll do this tell us do that so okay. we've collected a little story for questions from people. Okay. Ask you, if you will. Um, shall I start? Yeah. I've got quite a few. All right. Okay, okay. right. Well, should we save, um, do you want to do some and save some for an hour? Let's see how we get on. Well, yeah. I mean, I think they're pretty quick fire. I don't think they're that, um, that in depth. Oh, okay. Um, I'm not going to name the people that have asked them for reasons that you will soon find out. Uh, so the first question is, how big are you? Six feet. Down there. Down there. Oh, tiny. Oh, well, I mean, that's, we did answer back to that comment and said we speculated. Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, that's... Minuscule. That. You're really selling yourself there, Stu. You're a giant man with a tiny penis. <laughs> that's why I wouldn't this go on that show. Moment. This was your moment. You could have been like, it's... Fucking enormous, and no one would ever be able to yes or no it after your wife. Yeah, there you go. No, minuscule. Um, Charles, have you got any? Do you want to take a turn? Uh, I'm gonna let you do it because I lost my phone before we started recording this, so I've spent all morning looking for my phone. (laughs) <laughs> I haven't actually written down okay. the questions that we got, so sorry. Oh, okay. Right, I did. I scribbled them down. Um, so the next person says, I can't think of the question, but his hair in his wedding picture is a lovely bit of business. Mm. That's a little comment for you. What is this What is this picture? Because I haven't snooped, I haven't deep-faved any of your pictures. It's, uh, it's, it's unbelievable. Um, I can only ex- describe it as three haircuts on one head. Um <laughs> It's uh, it was so when was it like fifteen years ago? Uh, it was kind of there was some peroxide in there. Um, at the time there was a lot of mullet kind of stuff going on, so it's kind of a bit long at the back. It's a little bit kind of long down here, and it's a little bit kind of oh, uh, it's it's fucking terrible. It's it's it's. it's I've no idea. I've no idea. Um, the amount of people that have seen that photo and just go, mate. Like, I could have gone, I think in a wedding photo, you should always go stylish, not fashionable. 
Uh, I opted for fashion, and that fashion passed very quickly. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, should have just gone for sensible side parting. Um, I was also wearing a white suit as well, I should point out, um, which uh, did not help. Uh, yeah. It sounds like the scene from Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> exactly. Like I, was a top, I was literally a top hat and a cane away from that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, would you see a girl again if you had sex with her on the first date? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I married her. <laughs> <laughs> In a yeah. terrible state of terrible haircut. <laughs> um, who would you bet on in a fight, Nina or Charlie? Charlie. <laughs> You're probably right, too, to be fair. I can't even run. I couldn't even run away. It's because of a Sasquatch, that's why. Uh, What is your favourite Christmas James Buckley story? I don't know who James Buckley is, but I assume this is relevant to you. He's the guy from Inbetweeners, isn't he? Oh! Yeah. Oh, okay. Not the one I'm doing the podcast with now. The one... No. My favourite Christmas story... I mean, it sounds like it's quite specific, so... Yeah, I don't actually know what that is. Um, oh, I do know what that is. <clears> okay. <throat> uh, we, we went um, for... Uh, <laughs> I think this is it. Uh, I don't know how anyone would know this story, unless it was maybe Dean. I don't know whoever sent this. Who sent this one in? can't disclose that. Um, so we, we went for... Um... Someone who's obviously got dirt. And... No, it's not. It's actually quite a mad story. Um, we went um, for an Indian meal um, with James and my mate Mark and a couple of his friends, and I hadn't seen him for ages. And there's a guy that uh, knocks about with us uh, who is called Ferg, and I'd describe Ferg as probably maybe sort of 23 stone. Um, and he's one of those guys that when you go to the pub, uh, he buys you a pint. And then by the time you've had like one sip, he's like, do you want another one? And I'm like, well, no, I've had, I've had this one like 10 seconds and he's drunk it. And so he just, he, like within like an hour, folk will generally have drunk sort of like 12 pints. And that's not an exaggeration. Right. And, uh, and we'd got to this restaurant and, um, and Ferg was there and he'd bought his new girlfriend and I was sitting there and I was just thinking because when he's not had a drink he's super nervous and he'd had and then he just literally sunk a lot of drink and I think he tried to bring his 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 partner because his new partner because I think he just wanted to kind of I don't know maybe impress her a little bit that he knew a bloke off the telly and uh <clears throat> And so we're sitting in Grey's in this Indian restaurant, maybe sort of six of us, uh, and the food arrives, and Ferg's now absolutely hammered. And and he's sitting, like, next to me, and he's like... And he's just, like, grumbling and grumbling in my ear whilst, like, just shoveling food in his gob. And it's not... It wasn't the, the prettiest of sights, I'm not going to lie. Uh and then all of a sudden, uh, I look and he's saying, basically, I think I'm having a heart attack. Uh, 
and so I was like, okay. And then my kind of club manager mode kicks in and I get all medic and try and like have to fucking sort this out. <laughs> I quickly realised he was choking, uh, not having a heart attack at first. So I've literally just like smacked him on the back and he's then thrown up 10 pints and <laughs> Indian food over everyone's dinner that's just arrived. And he's then going, I I can't breathe. I'm having a heart attack. And like, and so I'm I'm now saying to the the people in the staff, like the staff there, call a fucking ambulance now. And I'm trying to kind of keep fur calm. So I'm like, has anyone got an aspirin? Like, give this geezer an aspirin, like put it under his tongue. Fucking and so I'm also trying to sort of move him on the floor to get his legs up and like. And at this point, I shit you not, half of the the people in the restaurant have clocked that Jay from the Inbetweeners is sitting at this table. There was people walking up, stepping over Ferg and me and going, it's all right, have a photo, mate, and then having a selfie over a table of sick, like <laughs> with a very, very confused James just going, like, I can't believe what's going on. But, yeah, people really wanted them photos. So I presume that was the Christmas story because that was the last time I saw him uh, and it was a Christmas <laughs> drink and a Christmas meal. Um, but, yeah, yeah, I've, I've got maybe a few stories with James. Uh, we, we spent four years driving up and down the country together. So we, we, we've got a lot of lot of fun stories. Like, and it was it was really mad to capture somebody when that show dropped it was the biggest show in the UK. It was so big. And and to actually sort of be with him and witness, like, you know, seeing, like, fame was really mad. It certainly was something I just thought, I don't fancy any of this. This is horrible. Like, But, yeah, and just seeing how he tried to cope with it and didn't always win at it and was was, was really interesting. But, uh, yeah, got lots of funny stories. But at Christmas time, that's the own... Oh, no, 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 I know exactly what it is. I know exactly what it is. It's not that one. I mean, do you want do you want the, do you want the other one? Well, yeah, we'll have the other one. one yeah. So we got booked to DJ at Amadeus nightclub. No, is it Amadeus? Oh, God. oh well, I mean, no, it wasn't there. But I've got a story about that another time. That's not a cool story. Uh, but we got booked to I don't know where the, the club was, somewhere in Kent, and. Uh, and at the time, I had a Citroen Picasso, like, and uh, so full-on dad car. So most people, when they're off, like they're famous and they do DJ sets, they normally have a driver that has a nice car that will drive them there, supplied by the agent. But seeing as I was his agent, I was like, "We well, can just get in my car," and so like we just <laughs> turn up in this <laughs> Citroen Picasso. <laughs> but he wasn't. He wasn't proud he didn't care and so we stopped on the way at this petrol station and he come out he got in the paper petrol and come out and he bought like the rope lights that you have in lorries like no like if the coca-cola lorries come in at christmas and you've got all these lights so he built that as we're driving down like the m25 he built that around my window so there was all these like red lights just going (laughs) off in my car it's quite mental and so we've gone into this club, and but on the way there, he was putting songs on, and he'd put on Last Christmas just before we'd got there, and he was having a sing-song in the car. And I don't know what 
he must have pressed stop at the end of the song on this like wham greatest hits. Gone and done the DJ set and then all the doorman because at the time, like because of the nature of his character, both girls and guys loved him because he was like a a, a, a a right lad and also was really funny. Like he just seemed to be like both men and women wanted to have photos with him and like and so we got kind of escorted out through this club. I say we did, he did. Um, and we got outside. And there's like, literally, it was like they were trying to get the president out. Now when you think, oh, come on, mate, we could have just walked out of there. We did not need, like, <laughs> this big, like, um, army of doormen. But they were just bored and looking for something to do. And so we've got outside into the car park, this massive empty car park. And, like, and security are going to me, where's his car? And I'm like, well, it's over there. And they're like, where? And I went, the Citroen. They went, seriously? I went, yes, mate. And, like, and so they've, like, walked us, like, walked him over to this Citroen Picasso and he's got in. And so me just being nice, and they've been perfectly nice. I undone the window as we was about to drive off and they're all standing there going, have you got everything, blah, blah. I was like, yeah, I really appreciate that, lads. Like, And uh, he went, oh, yeah, safe journey home, mate. I was like, oh, yeah, thank you. And as I've turned the key, the iPod was still on and it's literally gone, bam, 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 do-do-do-do-do, whams kicked in, and all these lights have just come on in this car. <laughs> it, this celebrity had just got in the shittest possible car. <laughs> Couldn't have looked any worse, and whams just blared out, and all of these <laughs> Christmas lights have illuminated the car park. We said, see you later, just sort of drove off. <laughs> so I presume that was, that was probably the Christmas question. <laughs> I like the one where your friend is dying better. I think tell that one next time someone asks you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, describe your sex life in a movie title. Long pause. <laughs> Oh, so I'd like a bit of... Come on, Come on Steve. I want it to be yeah. good. I want it to be good. Um, you can't just want something to be good and expect it to be good. Gone in 60 seconds. You have seconds. to put the effort in. <laughs> oh, what, what would you describe yours as? Mine. Um... <laughs> <laughs> right, mine... <laughs> <laughs> and yours? What? Uh, a series of unfortunate events. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. Uh, what is it like to be a podcast sex symbol? I don't know, girls. <laughs> it's working wonders for us. <laughs> Would you describe yourself as a podcast sex symbol? No, I wouldn't. Like, I would just not at all. I, no, I mean, you know, Brett Goldstein must win that one. I mean, Brett Goldstein wins everything. You used to a pathetic. The minute that name was mentioned, <laughs> just pathetic, really. Yes, this is not just us. You're like, oh, Brett <laughs> you're the one that's always like giggling and going all silly about Stop it. it. We keep exactly. Look, we keep our cool. 
we just we can't help but smile at the very mention of Brett Goldstein, but we're not sitting there going all like <laughs> we do that in the privacy of our own homes. Obviously. Not on a Obviously. Obviously. Uh, but you must have some like fan uh like a little fan base. What do they call girl fans? Fangirls. No. What's the other Rookies? one? Can't say that, can you? Is that not like a kind of seventies rock and roll thing? I don't know. I suppose it's not. I don't know. But no, no. You don't have you don't have podcast routines. I'd I'd say with hardcore listing, we have dangerous loners. (laughs) (laughs) I imagine the followers of this are probably could fit into that bracket. (laughs) Yeah. <clears throat> um, here is a little um, scenario for you actually Dear Stu, I have a man that I can't trust He cheats on me all the time How can I be sure that the baby I'm carrying is his? Oh my god Is that, <laughs> is that legit? <laughs> yeah Oh my god <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Uh <laughs> Think about this, Joe. I don't really want to say anything funny about this. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, surely there's got to be a, a test that can be done. <laughs> I would definitely do a test. Uh, yeah, and if, and if it's not... Oh, no, hang on. No, no, hang on. Stray no. doesn't understand human just, biology. I've just at got all. that wrong there, and I've got it the wrong way around. <laughs> yeah. 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 Sorry. Um, yeah. I don't. Oh God, I really don't know. Like, I mean, what an awful situation to be in. Stop <laughs> laughing, Nina. What's fucking wrong with you? <laughs> Oh, hang on. Your, your microphone. I can't hear you. Can you. I can't hear me. Oh, no. That's better. Yeah. If you're only having sex with one person, then it doesn't matter whether the other person is cheating on you all the time because he will definitely be the father of your child. Yeah, I, 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 I realise that now. <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny if we have to explain it. No. Can we edit? Can we edit that? I mean, I think yeah, the fact that that so. I think the fact that that was my initial response definitely goes to prove that I'm possibly the last person you should be approaching for that kind of advice. <laughs> we, I'm gonna uh, create some sort of like biology help sheet yeah. for you, so that in the future when people say things like "how a baby's made," yeah. I hope your daughters are not turning to you for like advice. Oh, no. Fucking hell. <laughs> Imagine. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Um, let me see what else I've got. Um, oh, have you ever been arrested? Yes. Oh? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, a few times. Oh, hello. Yeah. Um... You have groupies now, Stu. Now they know you're a bad boy. That was the uh, that you've got your edge now. I'll 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 uh I'll say the first one. Um, what? <laughs> <laughs> what is the 
argue about hardened criminals. <laughs> no, no. Um, oh, no, four, four times. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, uh, the first time... Um, yeah, I, I was I was just working. It, Lakeside had just opened. Uh, that's how, how long ago it was. It was about nineteen ninety, and uh, and I run the music department in W H Smiths in uh, in Lakeside. It was like my kind of, sort of I got the job over like the summer holidays at college or something like that, um, and I. I was actually the first person to ever get arrested in Lakeside. Um, and when they done that show, I don't know if you remember, they'd done a show called Lakesiders uh, in the in the 90s. And I was thinking, I really hope I get on there. Uh, that would be my claim to fame. But yeah. um, but I took um, loads of security tags off all the CDs and let my mate come in and nick them all. Uh, and he worked across the way at Burton's uh, and told basic no fosters was the name of the shop fosters menswear uh and he worked there and he then tried to sell all of the cds to his boss and his boss knew my boss and then within five minutes my boss had got me in the uh office and he was like have you let people steal stuff and i was like no and he went if you admit it now nothing more will be done i went no i haven't and then he called the police and then yeah they uh they cuffed me walked me through lakeside and they wanted to make an example of me because it was the flagship shop. Uh, so they'd done me for theft, breach of contract, um, three things to the point where my solicitor at the time said, it's possibly you're going to go to prison for this, um, which was terrifying because I was like 17. And I'll tell you, I was definitely 17 because I was too young to go to prison, but then... They moved my court date to two days after my 18th birthday. And and I remember passing my driving test the day before and then thinking, I'm not going to get, I'm not going to be able to drive my car to prison. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was really weird. They, they like literally, I was obviously living with my parents at the time. They turned my parents' house upside down looking for more stuff. It was pretty bad when you, you, your dad comes to get you out of uh, out the cells. That was, uh, that was the first time. Yeah. And I got to court and then, they ended up finding me um, community service, and yeah, and then that was that. So uh, yeah, and it's it's on the record. It flagged up when I tried to go to Australia. It flagged up, and and I had to apply for a different uh, visa to get in because yeah, because it's on my record from when I was eighteen, which seems stupid because it was so long ago. But yeah, yeah. So it's, it's not I- super I, I, ironic. The kid that um, nicked the actually done the stealing uh is now um top brass uh in the police yeah i'm actually at some point i am going to spray poise of grass on a bridge at some point <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah so i i have and, and that was the, the first time and i remember yeah like thinking oh god i don't think um prison material <laughs> This face. <laughs> Come on. So yeah, there's your answer. Never said that before. Bloody hell, oh, that God. is savage. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Good. Oh, God. God. I know. I know. It's uh yeah, it was it was it was 
yeah, it was terrifying. I'd never been in a, a cell before and, yeah, got plonked in there and I was like, oh, shit. And I just presumed it was going to be a slap on the wrist. And then like, I remember just like, because I managed to get someone I knew who was a copper to be a reference for me in court. And so that really helped, apparently. Um, I'm in my brief saying that's going to get you out of trouble a bit there. And plus, it was like first offence. But, uh, yeah, they, they proper went for me. And, in, and like our local paper was like an absolute, absolute Bible back in the day. And they used to have this little <laughs> section in there called Around the Courts. And I'd read it like everyone else just to see who you knew that had been done for something each week. And I just thought, oh, bloody hell, I hope I'm not in there. Yeah, I was. Like, I just thought, oh, fuck's sake me nan's gonna see this <laughs> yeah so that that was uh that was the first bit of uh yeah newspaper coverage i ever got around the courts <laughs> <laughs> that launched your career oh dear yeah so uh yeah there's your answer for that one well, all the greats have been like in trouble haven't they wasn't like angie harriet in trouble was he yeah <laughs> I don't want to make the assumption. I don't know what it was about. I'm sure he was in prison for something. David Dickinson? I've been in prison. He's my favourite. He's my favourite person to be in prison. David Dickinson. Right. I'm I'm worrying at the fact that my ageing wrinkled face that you commented on before we started (laughs) this was really bran. I wonder what triggered David Dickinson (laughs) into your head. This is the fun point of you. Oh dear. Oh. Yeah. Did you see Lady Campo in prison as well, wasn't he? Yes. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think who else. Um, there's some really famous people that have. I remember um, uh, the fella that played Dirty Den in EastEnders. <laughs> oh yeah. I think I think he. I, I think he murdered someone. Well, he yeah, he was a taxi driver, wasn't he? That's right. He, yeah, um, he hit someone, killed him. I don't think it was like murder. No, it that was, like was no. I think that yeah. was uh, that was Frank Butcher. He he ran over. Uh, uh, I think it was Janine. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, <laughs> no, no. Was he attacked? Was he in the military or something? Like Leslie Graham. He was in Germany when it happened. I remember like reading that it was like oh. he might have been. A, he was a taxi driver, wasn't he? Or did he kill a taxi driver? I don't know. We're throwing around some absolute stuff that's going to get sued here. <laughs> that's why I wasn't allowed to go, oh, Angie Harriet. Yeah. that living. I don't know. But I'm pretty sure that I have heard that Yeah. Blimey. But, well, Le- yeah. Leslie Grantham has completely shamed himself now, hasn't he, anyway? So I think we can say what we want about him. With the finger-sucking thing. With the finger-sucking, yeah. Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> that's so that gross. Disgusting. This is that unbelievable. Image, oh, in my head. You two have got some fucking front, I'll tell you. The shit that you have spoke about for the last year and both of your faces <laughs> when you pictured Leslie Grantham and his finger was far more disgusted than any of the other shit you have said. <laughs> The other day, weren't we? Actually, weirdly really popped up in conversation. Just that finger suck. I just don't know who's doing that. Mm. Dirty Den. Oh, rank. <laughs> so rank. So disgusting, isn't it? I just don't want to. Oh. I just wish I could unsee that picture 
And bloody Matt yeah. Hancock as well. Want to unsee that? <laughs> Fucking a video of him snogging that woman. <laughs> oh, it's disgusting. It was it was literally just like Alan Partridge oh, snogging when I got, his when I saw like, that. Middle Eastern woman. <laughs> so good. That was classic intercourse. <laughs> Oh, brilliant. Yeah, the memes of Matt Hancock have been, every time I see him, just grinding and, like, tonguing that woman, just make mm. one vomit. Yeah. Oh, so awful. I th- I always think, is there like a meme factory somewhere where there's just all of these comical masterminds that just in this factory that like when anything happens newsworthy, they're just like, and go. And within like five minutes, they've all just <laughs> rattled off something gold and it's there, viral. Like, yeah. Because when they, I got sent the one with like the, where they put the Alan Partridge audio over it. Fucking <laughs> hell, I was literally in bits. I was just thinking, who fucking thinks of that? That's so good. Uh yeah, he's uh, uh, an odd little man, isn't he? I mean, <laughs> uh, he's, he's got himself in a bit of a situation now, hasn't he? I know, but, like, imagine. Just, like, it, it amazes me that he's, like, had a public affair, and then he's, like, what? And all he has to do is say, sorry, I wasn't social distancing. Who gets, like, literally have social distancing as a scapegoat for your affair that has just been outed in public like your wife's going to be like i'm glad that you rectified that by saying you weren't social distancing yeah. thank you matt hancock i really yeah. do appreciate that you you, yeah. you you have got a mask in you oh good that's okay yeah we're fine then like <laughs> yeah that's what's wrong with it yeah <laughs> yeah not that now the nation yeah. has that image burnt in their fucking skulls you mm. can resign as much as you want mate just please can we just Get into my brain, just scrape out that memory, and then I'll be all right. Yeah, maybe that's what the vaccination's for. Maybe that's what the that they've been planting you on to erase all of these horrible things that you have to say. Brilliant. From like, members of parliament. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, we're uh, we're we're well over the hour. Um, so oh. should we start to wrap things up and? Uh, yeah. Yeah, and so did you get any questions fired at you as well? Um, not this time, man, because we specifically asked the questions mm. uh, for you because people have been dying to ask you things. Mm. Um, but when we do our like, lives, we do get asked random things all the time, don't we? Yeah. Never like anything complimentary, though. I can't believe someone called you a sex symbol. No one like goes, oh, I'm trying to mean it so hard. Deal with it. I think I'm more the David Dickinson of the podcast world. He's <laughs> 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 taking every part of Wilbur not to suck my finger right now. <laughs> and I'm on a webcam as well, so that's the last thing you want to be doing, isn't it? <laughs> Oh, brilliant. All right, we'll be back. Um, Are we going to do a part seven for uh, this series? Because we've still got one story left to do, right? Am I right? Oh, we think one story left. Well, we can just do a new series. Oh, let's just do that. 
Let's just do that. Yeah. Um, we should also say, by the time you hear this episode, um, our merchandise will be on sale. Um, and so head over to uh, www.sosclothing.co.uk. I'm sure there might be a forward slash two girls, one shop. But if you just go over to sosclothing.co.uk uh, and search around, you can get some two girls, one shop merch. And uh, yeah, yeah, so go and get stuck in. We're going to hassle Stacey, see if we can get a little uh, discount code for listeners as well. And, uh, and we will let you know where that is. Obviously, follow us on all the social medias. Um, give us a like, love, share, retweet. Tell all your pals all about this podcast. Um, girls, it's been emotional. And we'll be back for series four, right? Yeah, thanks, everyone, okay. for listening to us. Yeah, thanks for we listening. actually can't believe it. <laughs> the amount of people. <laughs> so thank you. Thanks, thanks for being loyal. Thank you for away from us. <laughs> yeah. Right, I'm going to do my community service in a bit. <laughs> okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.